Driving while awesome podcast radio hour. <laughs> oh God. Yo. Do you guys know what a fluffer is? GTO. Mellow grinds. Oh, I got a PT Cruiser. It's a convertible. It's really cool. All oh, this smells of crayons for you. <laughs> hey, YOLO. You only have one life. Do you have coilovers? No. Beat it. Yeah, I'd say that's a pretty good podcast right there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. I screwed it up. <laughs> Like in Santa Cruz, you'd be, you'd just find bums there, but out in Big Sur, it's like acceptable. Yeah. Uh, You're or, the bums, or yeah, we're the bums. Just be the bums. Yeah. Or we, you cruise up a dirt road, like any one of them, and there'd be like legit pullouts with yeah. even like, like two Little parking spots and, yeah. and like a log along the front to like keep the cars where they are, and mm. then you walk down a path, and it's like a beautiful view. Is that legal? No, it's no. not. But, I but you I've just heard do they it. might have clamped down a little they bit. Have. Because I've heard of the that. Fires. Oh, interesting. Uh, but the cool, the thing with Big Sur is you're right on any of the campsites, you're down by the water, which yeah. is cool, but also it's super foggy every morning. If you go way up, you get these you're amazing above the views. Line. You're above the fog line. You're it's above the like, mosquito line, too. Oh, oh good point. That's yeah. one of the rad things. But yeah, if they're cracking down, they're cracking down. It's super easy to tell where people are camping, yeah. so it'd be very easy to... We had one, we were at Kirk Creek once and this dude had been running a racket for like months and months and months, but he was up on the hillside with a spotting scope and he was keeping track during the day of the equipment that people had in the campground. And so he was like keeping like, like a literal map of like who had surfboards, who had wetsuits, who had shit. And then he would sneak down at three in the morning. And, and, and just gaff everything through the whole fucking campground. Whoa, that's crazy! Campground. Yeah, we were there once, and the only dude that didn't get ripped off was this like Indian dude that had strung like strings and uh, cans like around the exterior of his property. And Whoa. the guy probably saw him setting that shit up anyway, so it was wow. like, fuck that. But I'm setting up strings every time I everybody go else got their wetsuits or something. That's gnarly. Yeah, yeah, because you you tend to kind of leave everything out. Yeah, you think everyone's on the same level. Yeah. They're all listening to Jack Johnson. Yeah, it's all. <laughs> It's all good. You know? We're all the same tribe. Yeah, we're all the same. We all have bubbly toes out here. Yeah, they caught the guy like Plus, months, there's nowhere months to put later. Your stuff. Like, you know, no, you have yeah, a wet surfboard. It's all under your car. Yeah, yeah, in the it's in your tent open. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you're not going to go put everything in your car, lock it up. Yeah, Ours not when you're hammered, right? Sur- like, luckily, I showed up in the morning that right after everyone's shit got ripped off. So I didn't have anything oh, stolen. Oh, you are all a my prime suspect. Yeah, Colin. exactly, right? <laughs> they caught the dude like months later all my housemates got the phone call like hey so we've got we found a warehouse like he had a he had a warehouse he, not a warehouse one of those like uh oh, a storage shed. storage shed yeah full of all his close shit. to a warehouse yeah pretty much <laughs> dude, but it was probably like, good shit too it was like tons and tons and tons of wetsuits and surfboards wow and rad Dang. yeah damn my brother got two wetsuits stolen from behind his um office actually and it's right next because he works for O'Neill oh, at the yeah. the on Forty First. The well, not the in, shop though, but the if you're a wet suit, corporate next to Amazon that's, juices. Yeah, and he's right next to a weed place, a oh, weed right. like a, a dispensary. dispensary yeah. And I guess people from the dispensary just go over. So, but here's the stupid thing: they dry their wetsuits on the fucking trash can, on the big trash can. Right. 
And then people go walk at this dispensary, they see the wetsuits, and they go over the wetsuit. Yeah. But they have cameras, so they always like Shane, my brother will always like blast, like put them up. Be like, right. if you see this person, Dude, fuck that, them. That yeah. is dumb, though. It's like it is some dumb. guys walking by the O'Neill factory. It's like, oh, yeah. O'Neill, oh, it's a blemish. They're throwing away. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. The logo's they, messed up or right. something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Freebie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's just the looking best to, place to draw your No, that's definitely it. not. Yeah. yeah, but looking for trouble there. Yeah, I think it's yeah, and and you know, do it once, sure, but yeah. it happened twice, so I don't know. Shame on Shane. Shame on Shane. <laughs> Shame on Shane. <laughs> and you're like the guy that's like, what the fuck? My wetsuit got gaffled. What am I gonna do? And you're like, oh, I can just grab another one. <laughs> right. <laughs> I always see I had that one for three weeks. Anyway. Drawing on railings, like on second story balconies. Yeah. And there used to be this dude in Santa Barbara when I was down there that got caught, but he just ha- always had a pole in the back of his truck. <laughs> And Dude, he you just hang out with through it night. People, man. He's just so good. How do you know all these right things? Off. No, because he got busted. I didn't know the yeah, guy. Yeah, you didn't uh, know like, him. Yeah. He just knew of him. But it was just this dude that had like stolen like fucking 100 suits or something. Yeah. Because he had this like foolproof fucking thing. It's not bad. People are on the second story. They think they're totally fine. The only thing not foolproof about that is that you're walking around town with a giant pole. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sooner or later. Yeah. <laughs> and like five wetsuits over your shoulder. You're the guy with a huge pole and all these wetsuits. On you, you're like, oh, what are you doing, dude? In a small town, stand up <laughs> surfer, bro. I'm just a supper, dude, just like you. <laughs> wow, all right. Well, should we? Um, this is a Thursday show, is it? Or is yeah. it a Patreon edition? No, this is Thursday. Oh, okay. Um, Art Warren and I recorded a little. Oh, you did what could be a Patreon edition. Nice. So we're just gonna do a Thursday and a Sunday, but uh, yeah, welcome to Driving Well Awesome. My name is Lane. And I'm Colin. And I'm Brian. So we are joined by Colin, who is a veteran of multiple, every DWA rally. Everyone so far, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, everyone. Yeah. You went north. I went north. It was awesome. Dude. I never go up north. Never. Like, I've never been to that neck of the woods. Had you never? in Santa Cruz. Not really. I've been to Menno for one wedding, but Mm -hmm. never to go drive. Yeah. What'd you think? Incredible. Yeah, I'm hoping you guys do more of it. Yeah, I was... North was like pretty rad for Dude, me at least yeah, I, mean, I was it was kind of like it's like undiscovered one of, the, one of those like yeah. a, it was like an awakening kind of thing it was totally. like holy shit this is this is pretty awesome and like, it's not that far away no at all it really isn't and if yeah. you just look at the map there's just so much out there there's a lot left Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, if you want to get yeah. hardcore, you know, you just go an hour. Yeah, if you want to get hardcore, yeah. you can get, get killed too. You can't so. get, they make movies uh, about that. Yeah, yeah. We, we've talked about it before, but I don't know. Colin, have you seen Murder Mountain yet mm-hmm. on Netflix? Uh-uh. Go check out Murder Mountain. Murder Mountain. And uh, like Glory Days and Murder Mountain. Yeah, yeah, Murder Mountain is all about basically right where we were going to go. Um, mm-hmm. It's that town where we were, stayed at the hotel. We told, we talked about it. We were going to go to a Mexican restaurant that could fit a hundred and it was at a gas station. Right. Uh, but up the road from there. And we were actually originally going to have a, um, we were going to get sandwiches from this, from this store and we were going to bring them over by this lake and we were going to have like a, a full on picnic and that was driving through. Murder Mountain, Murder Mountain to get there. <laughs> it was 10 miles outside of Murder Mountain. And this whole, if you watch so this Netflix deeper. documentary oh, on... Documentary even. Yeah. Ooh. On weed growing 
on Murder Mountain and a lot of murders, uh, you will see that it's kind of a sketchy place. Yeah. Like the cops go up there and there's ATVs next to them, dudes with bandanas over their faces with shotguns on their backs. And they're all wearing like Jenga jeans and stuff. And uh, yeah, it's not a good place. No. So, like, where they're intimidating the shit out of the cops. Like. Yeah. Yeah, and these are like and the roads that we pre-ran that all, we decided not to take. Whatever, all right. their paths and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. So I I would highly recommend checking it out, and then you won't want to do any rallies in Northern California. Well, it was but. my plan for the North Rally. I brought a hammock, and I was just gonna find another car with a tow hook and just back up next to them and stretch my hammock in between hmm. tow hooks uh-huh. and, and sleep in the parking lot. And while I'm in the parking lot, I had a hooker come up to me and like, <laughs> Hey, you want? And I'm like, Oh, fuck this. I'm Where was I'm this? Going inside yeah, at, the, at the uh, casino, whatever. Casino. Oh, whoa. oh wow yeah, yeah 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 huh yeah and there was like security cruising around in their car so I thought they weren't yeah. very expensive rooms they were not i like yeah. your i like your attitude though yeah i figured well my dad my dad backed out at the last second normally my dad comes with me he's he's missed the last couple but normally he comes on all the rallies yeah. and then he backed out at the last second so i'm like fuck it i'll go mcqueen style <laughs> yeah and i'll, yeah. I'll, <laughs> and I'll, I'll on dirtbag in a hammock in between tow hooks yeah so, i thought it was a good idea yeah i was watching some comedian the other night and he was talking about how he went to go buy a hammock or something and then he was talking about he questioned whether or not he was going to tell this joke because he thought if he was talking about buying a hammock, people would think he was like highfalutin. Because <laughs> he's like, it's a fan he's man. like, I have like two trees Ooh, within a vicinity of one another, and <laughs> right. I can like tie a hammock between them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, uh, it's pretty, pretty. Time good to bit, relax. But yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Enough time to relax that you think about how you can improve your relaxation. I think time. the guy, I forget who the guy was. I would give him credit, but he was talking about going to Walmart looking for a hammock, and he's like, "Do you have a hammock?" And the guy's like, "I don't know what that is." <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, maybe it's a, a hammock." A hum- Hammock or something like that. He said some different. It was like hammock, and he's like, I don't know. We don't have any of those. And he goes, No, we're out of those or something like that. And he goes back into the car and he's like, He looks up like a hammock or whatever he said. He's like, That shit. He's like, It's like, Do you mean hammock? He's like, Fuck, I knew it was hammock. (laughs) He doesn't even know how to say it himself. Who was this? I forget, dude. It was was pretty good. It was a Netflix, uh, one of those, uh, it was like 30 minute sessions of comedians. And he was the first one. It was pretty good. But uh, yeah, so this is a Thursday show. So we're going to be answering some questions. Yeah. And so how does Warren do this? I don't even know. I just trust him. So I'm just going to go bottom. Like I'm first gonna, questions first. I'm going to run. We're going to run through from newest first. Or we're going to go from oldest first. Sorry. Right. And you first guys questions your first. answer is pre-baked already. You're just doing this live. Oh, uh, dude. Live and direct. Anything? Dude. Yeah, no, dude. Yeah. Nothing's, pre- nothing's pre-baked. We pre-baked like the first like three shows. We had a white We're high as stuff. shit, if that's what you mean. Yeah, yeah. We're super baked right now. <laughs> like every time, but. Podcast. Yeah. Uh, and what do you want to do? You want to do the old switch off lane? Jason Camisa says, <laughs> I have a question. Why is that wagon so hot? Bunch of smiley faces and hearts. And he's referring to the picture. Yeah, which is the his host, which is his E30 Beamer BMW Touring. Um, and then uh, T. Frasca says, uh, BMW cooling system problems? Question mark. Yeah, that wins yeah. comment. That, so that's, that's a good a, one. We don't like people answering the questions, but that one. Uh, that's that's pretty good. Answer, right? yeah. Can't answer your own question. All right, right. You want to go next, Brian? Oh, damn it. You're hitting me with dial sports questions. That's, like that's why I said you can go next. All right, let's do dial sports question. Does Arts Swap Shop offer an AC delete service? 
My 944's R12 system worked when I bought the car years ago, but no longer blows cold. Bop bomb. I don't need to add sound effects, I don't think. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to decide if I should repair and recharge it, convert it to 134A, or delete entirely. I live in Pennsylvania and tend to ride motorcycles on the hot days. Let me know if you think I should keep the original equipment in the car and go through the hassle of making it work again, or go full yo-hole and remove it with a less is more mindset. Thanks for the quality ear food. What do you guys think? 944. Fuck, should he do Rip that? Rip it out, dude. I don't know. I kind of like air conditioning myself. Air conditioning is pretty yeah. nice. Yeah. I haven't I haven't had too many AC problems where I had to make this decision, but I've always thought that I would probably decide to rip it out. Yeah. Or would you just leave it non-functional? Just cut the belt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you keep the weight. Keep all the, weight the bad stuff. And none of the good and stuff. None of the good stuff. It's just well, straight yeah. lazy mode. Yeah. I feel like I'd want to get it See, fixed. The thing that sucks Depending about taking on the price. it out is often you would have to then come up with a new... It probably shares yeah. a belt, so yep. you got to find a it does. new belt that works. You have to have a different tensioner. Tensioner I, I did, and a bracket, I did right? this exact thing back in the day. I've heard they made a kit. They make a kit now for 944, so you can kit. actually Dirt delete it. Kit. But I had to make this thing, and it was like to hold the alternator, and then that, that would always snap because it's at a weird angle and you're running work. one belt off the you know it's like it was tons of work to not have AC. to not have ac but i will say so i, I re- do like ac i removed it on my uh e30 when i was making it a race car which you know obviously you yeah do. i love pulling stuff out of the engine bay just for cleanliness mm-hmm. and yeah. room to work definitely nice yeah and with race cars you can remove the uh the fan clutch and all that because you know you're not usually sitting in traffic or anything mm-hmm. when you're running it, it you know you just don't need it for a race car yeah so nice to not have that stuff on the oh, front yeah. motor and yeah but 40 words I mean, don't street... have fan clutches but oh um they just have electric, electric fan um but this is a street car so totally different anyway yeah i feel like AC is pretty nice, but dude, I mean, can we talk about Pennsylvania for a second? I mean, yeah, I have no idea. It gets what gnarly hot like. there, right? right? Yeah, but that's what he's saying. He rides his motorcycles on the hot days. But really, always it gets rainy and hot there. At Here's the same a time. super humid. Yeah. It seems like yeah, that seems AC like would be way. helpful for like uh, defrosting the windows yeah, totally. and stuff. Right. Mm. Probably want to reach. So converting to all that. The easiest option is probably converting to one. Converting. Yeah. yeah. Just do that. And what are you gonna do? You're gonna drop like four hundred bucks. I don't know. Yeah, what do you do? New compressor, probably. Maybe some lines. I mean, that's the thing with AC. You could like I've heard of people spending thirty five hundred bucks like getting their AC restored, right? So and you kind of don't know until you're already deep in it. Like you have to pay a lot of labor to diagnose these types. It's one of those like weird ones where you kind of like not everyone knows. It's not like oh, I'm just gonna replace this. You don't know what the problem is till yeah. Okay, let's say leaky hose which I think indicates it's going to be a lot of money. What do we do? Off the cuff. Well, I mean, call they, it. I'd replace the hose. Yeah. Probably. I mean, keep it stock. 134A or whatever. You know, do the conversion. Yeah. Make it work. Yep. All right. Answered. Oh, here's one. JPod999 says, we've all heard the Chipotle versus Taco Bell debate, but why go to either when there are so many good taquerias in California? Okay. Never been to a Chipotle. Can I just nip this quickly so i think there's a lot of confusion here and i think you added to it lane by establishing your questions 
if we remember back, the actual question is, which one grosses you out more, Taco Bell or Chipotle? Oh, I don't you think so. You said Taco Bell. It is. That's what, that's what it was about. Oh, really? Grosses you, you, you out? You thought that uh, Chipotle grosses you out more than Taco Bell, and that's mm. that's where I was very surprised. I thought, you know, I'm, I'm a fan of Taco Bell. I don't think it was that. I, I thought it was no, what you prefer. Dude. Yeah. No, it wasn't what you mm. prefer. Well, I yeah. I don't know, but... There was a comment made about being grossed out, and you're like... Hmm. And and I said, well, what's better, Taco Bell? And you hmm. said that yes, it was the gross. Taco Bell grosses you out less. I was completely surprised. I was, but it turned into something different. That like Art says he goes there a lot, right? Chipotle. Dude, oh, to, I thought he was saying no. He Art Taco Bell. No, Art and freaking Ruben went to Taco Bell on oh, the rally. They did. That's what I thought. They had I, a lot. Yeah. They, there were excellent taqueria choices there. Actually. I mean, chose, dude. Taco Bell's a different thing, though. It's I'll, a different. You food. don't. You ever never hook up, hit up Taco Bell, Colin? I have, like, but literally high school. Yeah, like, that was it. That's a good college thing too. There's so many taquerias around. There is. I went to Santa Barbara, but it's dude. something it's so different, different dude. It's not, it's even, not the even the same food group. Like Chipotle and Taco Bell can't even be compared. But that's the thing. I think Chipotle is so it's trying to be a taqueria, so fuck it. Like Taco Bell's <laughs> so a different thing that I'm like, will I'll go get a bean and cheese burrito or a fucking shitty taco, and it's like it 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 gets my you know it it does a certain thing like it fills a certain need, but like. A taqueria is so much better than a than a Chipotle, yeah. and Chipotle is the most bland version right. of a taqueria. Chipotle it's like the worst taqueria it's ever. Like, it's like yeah, the you, Olive Garden of Mexican food. Yeah, you go to. Well, it's probably worse than that. It is. Olive Garden's Garden got a little bit of flavor, I think. I, it, it is. It is like. I mean, you go to a taqueria because you want awesome flavor for them. I mean, and it's a like killer salsa. Yeah, the yeah, salsa exactly. and the fucking something that's gonna be freaking authentic. And yeah. what, whatever choice you you know choose to fill the taco with, it's like been sitting in the fucking vat for yeah. Like, and you have killer like al pastor. It's yeah. just like Homemade carved off. to drink with yep. it too, yeah. right? I don't and, know if Chipotle. And then you go to Chipotle and it's just super. It's super watered down, like as water it like all the items are there but it's like where's the flavor you know yeah still i might go there over a taco bell though oh you're fucked up well <laughs> and i think uh when this came up too i was on a road trip um and i i went That's to Chipotle because, yep. because uh uh in and out was just like insanely packed and i just didn't want to spend the time waiting in line and there's a chipotle right there but it got me thinking because you know I think it's still a fair question why go to a why not just go to a taqueria? Yeah. I probably could have found a taqueria nearby. There may be one even in the freaking thing, but I think yeah, it's kind of like you have to go to the right ones too. And but that's also on a road trip, like you want to be quick and it's reliable. like consistency, yeah, consistency thing and knowing like I can eat this in my car or whatever. Comfort yeah. foods, though. yeah. I've definitely yeah. been to some bad taquerias. It's the same reason day. people go to Starbucks when they're on the road rather than like going to the local coffee shop because you Clean don't know bathrooms. That's, that's that the one too, right? For Starbucks, yeah, that's, for sure. That is a very important for thing. sure. All right. Oh, look at that. I get another long one. <laughs> D Philly. D P H one L L Y. My girlfriend's family fr friend has an old car in quotes. They thought I may be interested in. It's a 1998 BMW 323i convertible. The only things that I know about it are it is a manual transmission and the brakes are said to be locked up. Looking for some E36 advice since I know you guys have had a handful between all of you. Seems like it sh should come out to be a pretty promising deal because they were considering just donating it. But I don't want to just turn it, want it to turn into a giant headache. Going to check it out later this weekend. Thanks, dudes. E36, I the, yeah, 320, I don't know. The 323, I don't know if I've yeah, known. 
anybody who's owned that motor. Yeah, I don't know. It's a little. But, it's like a D tune six cylinder. Is it a two point three liter? Is that like true to? Is the two point three true to the? the whatever? I don't know. But ninety eight E thirty six BMW convertible. Yeah. I mean, the, late model. It's pretty much. I mean, E36. brakes locked up. I'm not worried about that. I mean, no. you the parts are all like so available, That's, and yeah. it's like even if you replace that whole brake, new system, calipers, whatever, yeah. put some better things on in the first place. Yeah. Anyway, and yeah, you might. I mean, it's a pretty common thing to do new pads and rotors, and so just the calipers being the difference, like not a big deal. I mean, I don't know where he's at. Uh, if rust is a problem, and I mean, maybe he sounds like he's up in Philly. Like a, Sounds like he's yeah, probably you, in Philly. Which is this the second two Philly? Two, two from Philly, and they're both books. Yeah, that they wrote but, us there. I mean, I mean, if there's that, that would be a concern. Like, why is it all frozen? Yeah. If it's rust, yeah. I would it's bail. It's probably on just it. sitting. Maybe it's just been sitting in a garage. You would hope, but obviously, it's a convertible, so convertible tops a big, big right. thing. Super expensive. Just if you with want any to convertible, nice. like if it's nice, if the back window's clear, if it's cracked, whatever, that's a cost. If it seals, and then whether and then or not whether it that opens or closes, too. Nice and then if, if the top was leaking, yeah, if the interior Interior's got fucked up, and then uh, with a BMW like that E36, you're gonna want to go through the whole cooling system, which isn't like crazy. It's like a probably 500 bucks or 500 bucks in parts you can do everything and just do it yourself uh but besides that i mean the motors are pretty strong and, yeah you know. so yeah i mean if you listing all those items it's like go in it's eyes wide open like you could easily drop several grand into it yeah. if you want to make it livable like make sure your ex as a fun car that you just like run until you ditch it you know you can't lose if you're trying to make it nice you look critically at it because you can probably find a really nice one for four grand and save yourself. Yeah. You know, that one that you found any maintenance done at all is probably going to be better than this. But if the top's good and it's just like the calipers and you need to do the coolant, which you're going to need to do on most cars you get anyways, it's like you're going to be, and you do the work yourself, you're in it a thousand bucks. You're pretty right. good. Yeah. You know? And you pay yeah, 500 bucks for it. If the top's good, it. I think. If, yeah. if the top's that that's like the That's the big me. one, right? I don't want to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah, because you kind of, you don't want to, and you kind of can't. You'd probably fuck it up, oh, or no, you, you know, that's one of those someone. like yeah. you just have. To, that's yeah. a skilled yeah yeah thing to do. I think it's too. I feel easy bad to for people up. in East Coast Philly that they. I mean, like they just deal with weather too. I it's know. like that's not yeah. convertible neck of the woods as far as I'm mm -hmm. concerned. That's like some pretty foul weather a lot yeah. of the year. Yeah, uh, yeah. You drive around there and you see like, you know. 10 year old toyota pickups that are just rusted out dude right it's yeah, pretty it's gnarly it's like we don't see that shit, no. that stuff you know uh let me read this one <clears throat> 62 merc says if lane couldn't have a 944 and he had a 10 to fifteen thousand dollar budget for a radwood era car what would he buy e36 m3 maybe what do you think lane would buy Colin. <laughs> Another 944. <laughs> it 944 said no 944. Bar. <laughs> I said no 944. Oh, no 944. Yeah, I thought it didn't have his current one. I said E36 M3, maybe. Yeah. That would work. Can see why not. Sure. Should we just get a, a, yeah. uh, a second gen RX7 Turbo 2? No. No thanks. Uh, when does uh, Davenport CNC season start? Oh, we don't read it from the wrong way, man. Am I? No, no, that's right after. Jay Palau, 13. 
Uh, he asked that. Uh, we don't really have a season, but it's been raining a lot lately. And uh, we were talking about doing one next week. But I don't know if Is it's going to work out. Is done? Are they? Yeah. They're yeah. Gone. So they're basically... They're basically done. I think they had three or four last year. and um, So you guys can take over the nice weather season. Yeah. This year they're talking about having one like car show. And that's it. So, yeah. Sweet. Um, Hopefully we'll have one really soon. That's the plan, right? I was telling Brian, the the Lulu Carpenters guy is a uh, big car guy. You guys should. Oh, yeah. He has that MG. He's got a few different cars. He's got like a Sixer Shark. He's got the MG. Yeah. He's got like two or three. Hmm. Uh yeah, he's super. Get him cars. to get some coffee. Exactly. Well, you yeah. got a beeline though. Oh yeah, yeah, and we got his uh, sister's company, right. Coffeeville. Yeah. Um, someone else asked that. Yeah, so you're. I'm reading from a different way, uh, but I'm just gonna read mine. You read yours. Because I'll be in the we'll middle. Be in the middle. You go, girl. Yeah. Uh, so C Do says five thousand dollars to spend on an AE eighty six. Well, where are you most popular? You're most popular. No, I didn't. I sorted from when they. S- first posted and I'm going from bottom up. I don't know. I think it's going to work out though. Yeah. As Lane is cracking an old speckled hen. Yeah, there's a hen in there that made a sound. <laughs> so 5000 bucks to spend on an AE86 and we're going to assume that all the uh, normal stuff is, it's a complete car. It says maintenance is already good, paint so-so, full interior. What would you spend that $5,000 on? He says $5,000 doesn't go that far on these things nowadays, so choose wisely. Wait, he has to buy the car? No, I'm, I'm thinking he means I'm modifications to it. Uh, what do you think, Colin? I, I, don't, I don't know what start, he means, though. Start easy. Start with wheels and, and uh, tires and keep going until you run out of money. But... What, I, I don't, I don't, don't know what he means though. Much, Five thousand leads to more, right? Like yeah. things that don't require you to keep like strengthening and upgrading and. Yeah, I think you, I think you do wheels, tires, shocks, springs, whatever that means. Yeah, and then I don't know what else. Art would probably say you do some intake that makes it sound like a beast or something. maybe throw some if you have money throw some brake pads and uh and then uh you know stainless brake lines right. or something yeah from some, that stuff some up. fluid and then do those have but what does he mean rears? that they're not uh it doesn't go that far these days i mean uh-huh. th- as far as modifications the prices for modifications haven't i mean he can't be talking about finding a car because you're looking at eight grand for a yeah car. you can't find an eight can't find it for, for that yeah, shape. if you are it's a piece of shit yeah i don't know um yeah and so all the stuff we talked about was not motor stuff it's just yeah i don't know what you do with those motors you don't, don't have even... enough money anyways we already spent our five grand easy. yeah exactly uh here's a question for brian actually wait let me go to this one and let's go to this oh wire crossover is so popular in north american but wagons don't get the love they deserve what do you guys think? Dude, I'm a big wagon. So You're a why, big wagon? Why yeah. aren't other people? I don't, I've never got, I mean, it's like the U.S. was super late in the game on four-door trucks too. Like we have our... Oh, really late. Yeah. So late. And I mean, wagons, the same thing. Like they're all over fucking Europe and yeah. uh, they're like so common over there. So is it like chicken, is it, is it chicken or egg kind of thing? Is it like we don't get a lot of wagons, so we don't buy a lot of wagons? Or is it because we definitely don't get a lot? I think we want a lot. I think it's the U.S. 
No, I don't think so. I think Dealers we want SUVs. SUVs well, that's serve true. that purpose that's and they're true. super popular yeah. and they make a lot of sense in the US. Yeah, no, wagons are like the SUV for small, tight spaces. Yeah. yeah. They're, they're too big for Europe. Yeah. Well, SUVs are. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you know, I don't know, people in the United States can tow campers and stuff like that. And that's not really a realistic yeah. thing out yeah. there. And a lot of people. In the same way. I mean, you always hear that. But the four-door truck thing happened too. Where like they, that was they weird were for fifteen years. That was US. super weird that we didn't get them forever. It was like all the Toyotas. Like everyone watching like Endless Summer, uh, right. two and yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, and now yeah, yeah. they they had all the four-door trucks. Yeah. We're like, oh, how sick is that? And like, we, very early on, we were talking about that. I remember having those yeah. conversations in high school because I had yep. a two-door truck and I was like, oh, the Nissans that you mm-hmm. get them in four doors. I wish I had yeah. that. Yeah. 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 I don't even know why I cared back then, but we did. Like, well, we dude, you want to put people like, in your car, in yeah, your yeah. truck, and you, yeah. and you want well, a truck. Us, I mean, Santa Cruz, we're like, we want to take our surfboards with us, and we want to take our friends with us, yeah. and that's yeah. what a four door yep. truck is like perfect for. Yeah, uh, so yeah, for, for us, sure, it makes sense. And those have definitely done really well. Like every oh, truck's a four door truck. Now. Yeah, a four door uh, totally. Tacoma is like <laughs> yeah standard. Just standard issue. Yeah, standard. I mean, they hardly even sell. Right. single cab trucks these days right. i mean they, they hardly make them really like everything's turning to cl- they're starting to again aren't they they are they just yeah. start making but i think all those are four doors for the most part probably or at least clamshell yeah kind of four door style yeah yeah it's uh i don't know i think a lot of people like the the you know they say that a lot of ladies like to be higher up in the car and kind of have that viewpoint I mean, a lot of people in general like to have that viewpoint, especially like driving through cities and stuff. You don't want to be super low. And I think a crossover gives you that, that viewpoint. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, that's one of the Wagons things. versus SUVs. I mean, there's kind of a thing Ground where clearance. everybody else has SUVs. And so now say. all of a sudden, I mean, this viewpoint thing, like you're kind of forced up in the air. Like if you don't have an SUV, that's all true. of a sudden you're staring at everybody's bumpers. That's well, true. Especially when you start having kids and you start realizing like, okay, well, if I do get in a, a traffic accident, right. like it's going to be the heaviest car that wins and I'm right. surrounded by fucking Escalades and, mm-hmm. you know, XL Yukons. Yeah. So go with the expedition and, and really the only reason you would choose a wagon over an suv is because it drives better handles better all that stuff uh and the percent of the population that care about that versus the things that we're discussing like safe the appearance of safety yeah. and you know some ground clearance whether you need it or not it's like you know i think that explains why suvs are more popular. there is also there's that aspect handling. of like uh driving around the city streets too of having that extra two inches of ground clearance means you don't have to slow down for the crown in the road when you're making a right-hand turn or whatever and yeah i remember the amount of uh uh, roads that are in bad condition are pretty high yeah it's kind of like we don't invest a lot of money in that stuff it's like that farah argument for having a 911 safari is like so you can drive around la yeah you know, Hop and curbs is like kind the of best mob, room. and yeah, and, and I remember speed my, bumps, dude. That's an argument right there. My wife had a Volvo S40, and uh, I remember I was we went to a friend's house and we were leaving, and she drives over this crown in the road and and smacks down on the front and it scrapes, you know, and then she does it again somewhere else. I'm all, geez, we need to get you, a, and we got her a Mazda CX-5 like yeah. the next week, you know, and then yeah. she can kind of drive the way she wanted to drive yeah. and not be like scraping the front end everywhere 
There was so uh, bad just... drivers, bad roads, and uh, an arms race for arms having, race. Yeah, yeah, in in traffic. So last week in Capitola, there was like a fatality in a smart car where a smart car oh. was waiting at the stoplight and got rear-ended by a heavier vehicle, like a van or a full-size truck, and it just fucking pushed it out in the middle of 41st Avenue and oh. got hit by another car and the person oh, the car sideswiped. Yeah, I mean, it's or like it's not swipe, tiny little hit. car yeah. gets T-bone. hit by a big heavy car, tiny mm-hmm. little car is going to move. You know what's interesting about that is they... It's interesting because the smart car is like whatever, you know, that that uh, weird Monocoque, space frame, yeah, yeah. Chat, like yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the bars and everything are meant to keep it safe. Yeah, they but, show when it hits the, like a wall at... 60 miles an hour is actually really safe but but it'll bounce the getting, thing is it'll just it, that is what's making it boing. bounce off like yeah. a pinball yeah and then you're then subject to whatever other traffic is out there and right. it doesn't take much to bend your neck enough to be a bad thing yeah i think this smart car got in the way got pushed into the way of like a metro bus uh, type of thing oh geez so like, wow uh, that doesn't that doesn't work yeah so uh, that was a big concern when we we used to have a subaru forester mm-hmm. uh and as our as we had our second kid and they were starting to get bigger we we're like this thing is not as big as everything else on the road right yeah and what so year we, was yours like a 97 04. Oh, 04. 04. yeah yeah the, with the first year that they had the turbo forester you guys remember that thing you yeah i think it was a subaru that thing track was rad, rat. yeah, that thing yeah. Was a lot, i wish i still had that actually I think it was it was so rad on had like sti brakes and had a, a fucking everything done to it yeah it was all like cob stuff yeah. right they sp- for rallies like this they sponsored me i, I wrote them a, an email like hey i got this like soccer mom yeah. forester but it could be a lot more and i'm about to do a rally so they're like oh yeah drop it off and they did a bunch of work to it so rad but anyway it, it we got rid really of it cool. because we had yeah. kids in the car and right. we like basically wanted to arms race keep up with the arms race going on and that that and subarus i mean they're i mean my wife has a uh, forester which is way bigger than that the new ones are way bigger. it's yeah. like a huge yeah it's kind of big actually yeah, they're, they're huge yeah. uh but they are super is known for that like double steel the boron post yeah like yeah. crazy posts right yeah. i mean you're you do firefighter stuff and yeah. all that like they're kind of known for being really hard to like get into and yeah. stuff like that yeah they, you know? that, that causes the manufacturers like Hearst that make like the jaws of life they have to mm-hmm. keep upgrading their shit yeah to get through because they have the double like, double walled um a pillars yeah. and, and B pillars and all that yeah, stuff. And yeah, and like a couple year out of date Jaws of Life can't cut through the mm-hmm. more modern, you know, strong A Crazy. posts. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Maybe not just a couple year, but yeah, they have to basically upgrade their shit just to keep up with the A posts of cars like that. All right. As uh, Lars Brunkhorst says, as a masochist, which depreciated European luxury SUV do you buy for $10,000? Well, as a masochist, as a masochist, would you're getting it. into this. You're getting into this category, and then yeah. try to make the best decision you can since you're going to do a depreciated. I think the, SUV the masochist buys like a yeah buys a Range Rover, yeah, Land Rover, Rover, right? Range Rover, yeah. And then maybe the an old the, Discovery, like four year old Discovery, yeah, yeah. Just take it in the shorts. Yep, it looks cool. Uh, and but then an the, aging SUV in general, there is no good one to buy, right? Yeah, Land Cruiser. appreciated European Land Cruiser. luxury. Oh, European, SUV. European. Mm. Yeah, you're fucked. I'm. I'm just wondering if you could take his question to mean 
he wants to do this. What's what's the best choice he can make? Even though he knows in general it's a bad decision, but out of the European ones that you get for ten grand, what's the what's the least bad? <laughs> I don't know. That's the way I would want to think so about hard, it. That's so hard, dude. And really, we need Warren because he has the experience of seeing all these things get the stupid repairs that they need yeah. and the extra man hours of work to get like through so, the dash on these things. A few more years, I'd say one of the Jaguar uh, SUVs, but those are all pretty new still, right? Yeah, probably not hitting three 10K, or four years. Huh? Yeah. I don't. I like the Beamer. The X5s look so good. Like a first opinion. gen X5. Fuck those things. Those are headaches, though. Yeah, that's the answer right there because they're such headaches. Yeah, but if you're gonna ML, have a headache, maybe you might yeah, as well maybe make it nice looking. MLs with fat tires. ML might be a little better. As far I don't know. They're all. I go Range Rover. Just go full retard. Yeah. Send it. Maskist. Send it. Yeah. Let's yeah. do it. I'm going Range Rover with yeah. you. Yeah. Just look a little baller and <laughs> go for it, dude. And and they're harder to tell, like, the years and generations. So you, you kind of don't, you know, you, they always look. And there's probably, like, a brotherhood online where everyone's sobbing together. And yeah. know, they can band together and, like, get these parts. You can get an out. annual X5, though. I heard, like, the you first can, couple the years. You can, the six-cylinder ones, yeah, yep. Yeah, like, that would actually be a lot of fun to have, yeah. like, an M, you know, version of a manual I don't think you X5. can get an M. You can't get the no, M though. They didn't, they didn't do it. No. Uh, and you can get uh, Cayennes with manuals too, but only in the six cylinder. Our friend's dad bought a couple of them. But yeah, that would be the rad call right there. But I don't know about ten grand. I'll go for manual X five. There you go. Yeah. Uh. Blitz Koenig says, "If you were to buy a drift car, what would it be?" You think call on be a 240 240 SX? That's a isn't common that answer, like, yeah. Isn't that what they're all? No. You can do 350Z, you can do um... everybody's they all put LS swaps in them in the end, anyways. Yeah, nowadays, if you want to just like shred tires and you know make a ton of horsepower, Fox yeah. body would be kind of cool to set up for drifting. Mm-hmm. But I like I like the Japanese ones, you know, like Japanese is better to start with probably. I don't know what I would choose. I don't really. Uh, quite got drifting myself actually. Yeah, e, uh, BMW is supposed to be really good, <laughs> like E thirty sixes and E forty sixes. I think because they have a pretty long wheelbase. Mm-hmm. So they're easy to control. E thirty six M three is a pretty good That's choice. A pretty good one. Just weld the diff and you're solid, yeah. probably. Throw a throw an LS in it. You're all good. That's what our buddy Danny George had on his second go around, and his first one was a Miata, and that the wheelbase is so short on those that it's hard to kind of sustain that drift. It's very snappy. Right. So yeah, something something stupid. I do a fucking Camaro, dude. There you go. I think Mustangs do pretty well. Uh, I don't know. Next question. Uh, organized Garage. If you guys could each spec out your own Singer Porsche 911, what would the build look like? Oh, man. I mean, what do you oh, choose man. in there? It's like basically the interior and exterior color, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all the same shit. I don't know too much about the Singers. Uh, it's... Yeah. It's just it, like the perfect long hood style Porsche. Yeah, it's just a perfect early Porsche built on a Porsche 964, which is what yeah. Ruben has. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, so in looks. It's not... kind of like, yeah, it's all a looks thing. Like, what colors would you do, I guess? 
because they they usually do they'll do like kind of wild but they're subdued wild so they'll do like a a grayish grayish exterior with like a purple leather interior or something there's nothing to do with the motors i thought they did no, no they do yeah. huge motors yeah, and everything yeah but the yeah, thing okay. is they're dialed they're it's not, already no that choices right. to make it's just oh, yeah, already yeah, perfect yeah, yeah. and the wheels are like they're all the same wheels you don't choose which wheels are, yeah just right all the suspension set yeah it's just it's, a color combo thing yeah and like i i guess maybe some special interior like if you chose to do you know paisley you could do that might be nice to just do a uh I've Mex- always Mexican really blanket interior. We oh, know what you're gonna say, yeah, yeah. It's uh, a little cliche just because of the name matchup, but uh, the uh, the one Steve McQueen drove in uh, Le Mans at the uh-huh, beginning, the gray one, the gray one, slate gray or whatever it yeah. was. I don't know, slate gray over like a red. I think his was just black interior. It was, yeah. Uh, and then with the yellow lights, mm-hmm. like something like that, maybe taking you know they're all the wild colors maybe you just do kind of a standard issue and it yeah uh, might be cool yeah but that car at the beginning of that movie is awesome uh-huh. yeah i don't really have an answer for that who made the yellow beard thing was that a roof roof yeah okay yeah that'd be weird yeah you could put roof wheels on a singer, <laughs> a singer. oh that would be kind of badass dude just flipping just your middle finger off. to everybody yeah yeah you just piss everyone <laughs> oh my off God, you fucking, nobody would like that. Yeah. totally mismatch the shit here's a good one for brian uh tape deck whips who was on the rally in his e34 m5 he says sign up for an scca autocross school and nasa track instruction finally uh, open or full-faced helmet question mark any brands you recommend question mark uh hard to tell when ordering online i think you answered this before but going nuts trying to find it thanks so Brian? helmet full face Are you, um, you two colin you're yeah, you colin's some racing. Guy, yeah. full face yeah full face is yeah. where it's at yeah I mean, why I do you say to- that because if you get an accident, one side of your face is gonna get all fucked up if you have an open helmet. Like what's your chin? Yeah, like well, just your what's chin, the point your mouth. Of having a, I don't know. Like you always, you see the rally guys with their like stilos or whatever, and it only comes down on one side. Yeah, and they get yeah. Fucked up on the other side when they do they though? Shit. Yeah, I think so. I mean, it kind of depends on the rest of your safety equipment too. Like when you're fully in a caged race car and a then branch comes through and it fucking hits your face like that's, well, yeah. i guess there's no True. argument to make that yeah, yeah like that's well, the thing like why i wonder why the rally drivers are so uh, you can talk to each other i think yeah but mm-hmm. i mean it's all intercom shit anyways yeah maybe yeah. it's just tradition i think it might be yeah i've always kind of appreciated that they you ha- with the open face helmet oh the old nascar guys would have those too i mean i feel I like it's appreciated that it's like a little yeah. a little nicer more freeing yeah no. and some people when i raced specky 30 some people had open face helmets and i kind of was thinking i wish i would have got one of those yeah they wouldn't have let it oh no yeah. you were saying the people no did. And, yeah, yeah oh, and wow. it's legal it's legal i was thinking in rally because you're talking with checkpoint people he's you're not doing rally though people. he's oh, doing okay. uh just track day stuff and so it's his streetcar um and he's just learning he's, he's just, trying to learn how to drive better by the way cool that he signed up for both an autocross school and mm-hmm. a nasa track day school um but yeah, so it's not a caged car, which I think is even more so uh, an argument for the full face helmet because you just have regular belts. You're not fully strapped in. Nope. If shit goes down, you're going to want all the protection you ha- you can get. Nope. Um, and it's definitely the standard. 
Yeah. I would say I would say just go with full face. Just you yeah. default to the safer thing. You know that's why you're buying it for safety. Just it. you know, ninety nine percent of the helmets sold are full face, except for these rally guys, basically. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I think it's important that he tries it on. Like I don't think you should buy one online personally, unless you know your size. I think Wait, you should go to a place. Do they run different? Kind of like shoes. Like is I, one brand is an awry like a different fit than I think you know so. they probably yeah, like, I think that's not naturally going to be the case. Yeah. I mean I know from trying motorcycle helmets on that some are they fit a little bit different and, and you can even on the nicer ones you can get a you know different thickness pads that like come with so, it yeah. or whatever but most don't you know and so you kind of mm-hmm. just run what you get. Well, what brand but, did you have? Um, I had <laughs> I bought like used shit. So I, <laughs> it was almost like out of date, kind of. Yeah, like right on the cusp. Yeah. Uh, right. I I went through like three helmets. One of them I got for ten dollars at the fucking flea market in Santa Cruz, and it had two more years on it. And I raced with that for a long time, you know, uh, two years, uh, and it was awesome. And then I ended up when I was at GoPro, we got a deal with Sparco, so I was able to get a Sparco helmet. Um, but I think Bell is like a go-to they make a really good entry-level one and yeah. you know every year they're better but what do you rock call uh when we did the pan am my dad and i had simpson open face helmets okay that we used oh so you have experience with the open we, face we ones. had them and we were we didn't use an uh, intercom system because we're in a modern mini cooper right and we could hear each other uh which was why we were thinking like well let's go with open face because then we can just talk to each other yeah yep. um but then for everything else it's always been bell pyrotech you know, cheap. Pyrotech is yeah. a good one. Yeah, you could go to the Lemons website and exactly. they have like good deals. And those yeah. are pretty cheap. Yeah. yeah, about as cheap as I think. You I mean, can, I think yeah. I think you're looking like I what's that know, place? Ioport. Ioport Racing up, up here. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. The guy Ken there is awesome, and he's you go actually. He's got he runs it out of his house. Out of his house. Yeah. You, oh, you've been I've there. Been there. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. go, and he's got all he the gear there, yeah. and and he'll be at all the track days. Yeah. Um. And and then there are places at the all the tracks that have them too. So you could go to yeah. Wine Country Motorsports. They'll run sales every once in a while, but but I, lemons has great deals because of they buy so much. They have races all the yeah, time. Yeah. So if you're just and so I guess online with them. it's probably fine. You just order it online and it's going to be fine. You measure your dome piece. And yeah. Pick it's going to expire one. in a couple of years anyway, and you're going to have yeah. to buy another one. That's so that is an is interesting like, note keep for the track days. You don't have to have it in date. Oh, you don't. Uh, and for autocross, it doesn't matter. Right. For the most part, I could be wrong now, but when I was doing the track days, it was uh, a couple of years ago. Only for full racing. Yeah, it's but full, the seatbelts matter. Like you can't seat have out of date seatbelts for. Yeah, but he's right? he just has a regular factory. He seat just belt. has oh, factory seatbelts. Yeah, belts. that doesn't. Matter. If if yeah. you if, when you start getting into the race stuff, then it's then a it's, completely different yeah. thing. If you get racing belts for your streetcar, then all of a sudden you're subject to those mm-hmm. uh, FIA and whatever dates. Uh, so just don't but, uninstall your stock ones so that yeah, you can right. get cleared on that, and then you can use your out-of-date. In fact, the first tech. track day that I did, that Lane and I did, he did it in the 928, and I did it in my uh, uh, Mark II GTI. The previous owner uh, on the GTI had put in four-point harnesses, which aren't legal. Oh, yeah, you need it wasn't, fives, there's right? only a single one that's the, the Schroth make a good one that You need works, that submarine. You need yeah. submarine if you're going harnesses. For good reason. Um, yeah. So then, so that was illegal, uh, but the a regular belt was legal. So I actually went to the junkyard and got a belt to make myself legal for being able to go. And to I had belt. to replace my, dry, my belt because it had some frays. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, right. yeah, I'm, I'm curious what car he's taking as well. He has quite a few cars. So Yeah, so he's got the M5. He has an M5. He has a 
911 Carrera Coupe, uh, like an 85 or something. And then he has an E36 M3. That's probably the right call. He has an R107 SL. Not the right call. Not the right call. He has a Mark II GTI. Dang, really? Um, Dude. He has a couple more cars, too. He has a brand-new Volvo station wagon. What a collection. Yeah. Yeah, he has some stuff, dude. Uh, But probably the M3 would be the best, but I think that's a total garage queen. Uh, so take I, the GTI. Bet he'd take the M, I bet he'd take the M5. Or the 911. One of those. 911 would be a good choice. I yeah. wonder if that's a good thing to learn on or not a good thing to learn on. Because it's a little tricky. It's a little tricky. And I know a guy that who was a decent driver and spun one and totaled it. It was a long head. Start with the autocross. I mean, he's doing both, right? Yeah. Yeah, but he's doing both. So right. he's not, you know, you could do one autocross day, but oh. that doesn't mean you're going to not spin your 911 it's, in a high-speed corner. Someone always, every HPDE day that I've been to, someone wrecks a fucking car. <laughs> you want you want to pick a car that it's not going to be a, be a big, big deal if you wreck it and something that you might get addicted to and throw want to buy another set of wheels and tires for. Right. I mean, idea. Yeah. I, I mean, know. I they, think the M3 is perfect for it. If it's, yeah, I mean, I think it's garage too queen, nice. It's wrong. I think it's yeah. too nice. Yeah. An E30 is a great one. An E36 standard is a great one. Yeah. His M5 is going to be good in the beginning. It'll be fine. Honestly, in the beginning, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you're He's going to be driving slow and just getting. I think just learning. No idea what's going on. He's just going to learn the apex, when to brake, when to accelerate. Like he'll learn a lot of good stuff about car, car control and stuff like that. Here's my, so without having, I don't, I don't really know how 911s drive. I just don't have a lot of seat time in them, but I'm, I'm going to throw my opinion out there that, uh, that's not a good car for an entry level driver just because your entire goal as an entry level driver is to work up enough confidence and, and, uh, baseline skill over like six or seven track days to be able to be at the limit and exploring that boundary. And I feel like as a beginner that you have a lot at stake in a nine eleven. Well, it doesn't take skill to get your car to the limit. Like where if you started with a slower car, you have to get better. Oh, maybe to, that too. Yeah. To make it go around the track. I was just you thinking that be... you're learning two things at once. Because it's, it's like a you different learn handling. The, quir- the quirks of the 911. Slow and fast At the same out. time as learning the quirks of driving a track. And you don't need that many quirks. No. And you know, if you're going to loop it you know, in a high speed scenario, like things can just go bad. And it's just because I saw my friend, uh, wreck one and that sucks. And I think one, it's a valuable car Two, It was unnecessarily complex. Probably, you know, yeah. you could be having as much fun in a regular car. If you're just looking to push the limits of tires, do it in something that's, but it's a not a super fast car or anything. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, like an 85, 911 is not fast, you know, but the means. handling is probably different than a long head car. It's like, like yeah, it's a little I more mean, predictable. You, you've driven them. You drove like not, not really. You drove that eighty-seven, right, or that eighty-nine we had, the silver one. Yeah, but not in a track day scenario. I know, but you drove like the that. car. You can kind of feel like what yeah. it would be like. Um, but it's different as a beginner too. Yeah, I think. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but yeah. So as far as buying helmets and stuff like that, he should just go online buy a good bell helmet. 
I guess. I think cheap. I, mean, I was thinking that you got to try it little, on. But... I think like ultimately what you're doing is not going to be affected by your helmet. Yeah. So and you're going to have to replace. Well, not maybe in that situation, but those things expire so soon that it gets frustrating. Like fuck, I just bought this thing. Yeah. I know you can spend nine hundred bucks and, and then it's, it's out of date. Yeah. And well, you only go to a few track days. Yeah. So, yeah. Aren't they like a? Don't they have a ten year? Well, yeah, but it depends on where, but then when, it's you, when buy you buy it, cycle, it. right? Yeah. So you can buy one with like two years left and yeah. it's a little bit cheaper. And you get a super good deal yeah, or whatever. but it's still a really good deal on a really expensive helmet and then it's yeah. done and you've only done two track days since. Yeah. And the, yeah, the benefits of a more expensive helmet are that it's lighter and that does make a big difference. Which is more comfortable. It, and more comfortable. But it really only makes a big difference if time. you're wearing it for fucking hours. Oh. Like if you're doing Enduros and yeah. stuff like that, then you notice it. But... sessions at HPD. Yeah. But is the you argument probably... maybe that you're more, to be more comfortable makes you more relaxed and more like willing to like. There's no, I don't know. There's, I, I mean, belt, there's, no, I've never put on a fancy helmet, I suppose. I've never uh -huh. really put on a really comfortable. Yeah. yeah like a carbon it. fiber. Yeah. So maybe I just don't know how nice those are, but like it's, any, I've never thought of it. Any brand new helmet is going to be awesome. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Cool. Well, I think we gave him some information. Oh, and get, I would get a balaclava too. Definitely. A what? A baklava? It's not a food. Bak Might as well just throw a baklava in there too. Just get the, <laughs> Shove it in your get mouth. the combo. Yeah. yeah. Baklava first, then balaclava. That's yeah. the order. What is it? But what? it's just the the fireproof well, the Nomex, the Nomex hood thing. Oh, and yeah, that's yeah. just like I mean, you Don't, know, yeah. If you're gonna wear a helmet, you're gonna sweat wear, yeah. in in all of that business, and mm -hmm. you might as well sweat in the thing that you can wash easily. Okay. That's the thing about safety gear. It's like you know when shit goes wrong it goes wrong so quick and so unexpectedly that like just prepare like just have the safest shit on that you well can. but you're gonna have them driving in a full fire suit uh, dude if i was doing a track day <laughs> and like i had yeah. my equipment in the, the track days i did do like i had my stuff and i yeah. and i wore my nomex freaking stuff my nomex underwear and my and my race suit like yeah. why not? you already had it yeah, yeah you already have it like why not yeah and there are people, people show up in shorts and freaking, you know, tank tops too. Like, like Art and Sunny's just cruising around as little loafers. Yeah, those loafers, loafers, dude. Yeah. Like, <laughs> sandals. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. All right. Uh, Royce, Royce Amatic. We always call Royce Amatique. Hey, welcome back, Royce. He's been gone for a while. Yeah, he hasn't been. He's still got the same image. Yeah, dude. His, uh, it's like a, what is that? I feel bad I don't have my phone out looking. But he says, no, Lane, does it annoy you when people talk about a car's quote-unquote design when they're talking about his aesthetic style? Surely styling is only a part of car design. Uh, no, it doesn't really annoy me. But it does annoy me when people talk about design as far as like they're like talking about how they love the design of a car because they love like the grill or the headlights or something tail lights like a small aspect of the when the whole rest of the car is like a disaster hmm. um but yeah i think how does it look from the driver's seat that's what matters dude that's a good point actually i mean where do you sit where are you most of the time right so interiors definitely that's why i'm always a stickler for interiors yeah. and it's not even like like colin you have an s2000 yeah 
That's a pretty like basic interior, but it's not bad. It's like just a good, pretty good place, right? So it's an awesome little cockpit yeah, yeah. for what you want to be doing, yeah. sitting in your car, doing your thing. Like there's, there's yeah. not much that gets in your way. And there's like nothing really, not much there. No. And it's not like super great, but it's not bad. It's just like does what it does and yeah. it does it well. Yeah. And I feel like Miatas are kind of the same way actually. Yeah. Uh, and then there's awful interiors, which are just like really shitty and creaky and kind of like things put in the wrong places and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah I agree. I think, I think cockpits are almost more, are more important. Also like pedal placement and stuff like that. Um, and then art goes to answer someone's question. I'm not going to read that. Wait, what about <laughs> uh, Dave LC two says, uh, for some reason they're I don't know how these things are sorting, but now I like all of a sudden have these hidden questions. Yeah. Uh, Dave LC2 says, in your opinion, can someone who has never driven a manual be as good of a driver as a well-seasoned manual driver? Love the show. Keep up the good work. Thumbs up. Smiley face with cool glasses on. Nice, dude. Cool glasses. <laughs> I don't think it, I don't think that matters, do you? I think absolutely, absolutely, dude. If they're driving automatic, find automatic? A good driver. If they're just like if they've only driven where, automatics and they're like a full on there's race car drivers driver. that can't do, drive manuals. Yeah, if, if if you define driver as a good driver as someone who places a car in the right spot on the road and makes good and decisions knows the limits way, and, and knows the limits, then yeah, you totally. But there's literally there's race car drivers like sure. in professional racing, they're yeah. killing it, like winning championships, can't drive manual transmission. You yeah. t- you call them out right now, Lane. Who are these people? Fucking <laughs> little Schumacher. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Can I they think be it's so as much... good of a driver? It depends on how you define driver. Absolutely for answering this question. But get in the get in the dirt or get in the gravel, and like a, a manual is so much more useful than an automatic. Like you can just you can do more with your gears, and you can do more hmm. uh, like actual it, control. I would actually think that it would be less of a factor. Well, I mean, I'm just thinking back to to the Team O'Neill school. Yeah. Like I couldn't imagine doing a driver's training school in a fucking manual like in an auto in an sorry in an auto like yeah. they wouldn't they wouldn't do it because there's so much you're learning with picking gears and and uh just getting through turns using your gas and using your brake and and using your revs right so like yeah you can't you can't decide all that stuff in, a, in an see, automatic I, see i would picture with a with a you know, in a rally scenario, like you're just moving the car so much with just the weight transfer of using the brakes and everything that it almost wouldn't be a factor. But I mean, side note, Colin has done team O'Neill rally school. I know. How awesome is that? Yeah, dude. So this is like, I, I want like, to, right? this was a long time ago. And when I did it, I'm like, I need to come back every year. Like it's and you, so, and you yes, never well, went back. I've never gone back. But like, it, <laughs> and I remember I started following Wyatt Knox on Facebook after you came right. back and we're like talking about the whole thing. And it, it should be like that level of driver training should just be like a, like a, like a research, like annual type of thing like yeah get in they, the government get in should subsidize car, everybody get in doing the track or get, in, get in the dirt 
and learn how to throw your car around. That's back east, right? It's, it's out in New Hampshire. Yeah, way I've never back, been back. back. Yeah, but up. there's dirt fish up north. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like yeah, up in, in Washington. Washington or and something. you haven't been to that. I've never been to that. For your research, the, the Herrick research process, right. you should be doing that. Right. I hear it's all guys that learned how to do their shit at Team O'Neill and then opened up yeah, yeah. school anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, that guy has a uh, dirt fish. He has like a rag collection of like rally cars too, sure. the owner. Sure. Like crazy. Yeah, he's like, got like a Richard Burns freaking... Uh, 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 GC8 and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tim O'Neill seems really cool. Like they I, have that old so Audi 4000 yeah. Quattro they run, yeah. well, which and they've is got the, super cool. They've and, got the full like dirt, like the whole, the whole forest yeah. rally yeah. stage acres, basically. And, acres, and I don't, you know, acres, I, yeah. I'm, I'm sure Dirtfish would be the first to admit that they don't like, you know, it's a little tough to compare. Yeah. They have, I don't know. Man. They have Dirtfish a piece of property with Rad Roads. Yeah. But it, I don't think it's quite up to like what O'Neill has where they're like, I mean, I've seen it where they're running in like snow and stuff, yeah, and they it's host so the, killer. The snow, I forget what they call it, but the, the snow rally that's part uh-huh. of the the American Rally Circuit huh. is at their property. I think. Oh, so really? cool! Yeah, yeah. There's a uh, one of the instructors is a listener, right, of the podcast. Yeah, he was that's asking when cool. we were going to join. I forget his name. It's not Wyatt. Like, it's no, not no, Wyatt, no, but okay. it was. He was asking when we were going to come out there and check it out. Oh, take so, advantage of that. Yeah. Uh, we well, would, I don't think he was like offering. We would love to. <laughs> uh, just the invite. Yeah, yeah. Enough. That's that's yeah. all the reason you need. No, seriously, it's like I wanted to go back like every year. I, when I was finished with it, I'm like, I need, I want to come back. I want to come back. How many yeah. days did you do? I did like a four or five days. Oh, that's yeah. decent. Yeah. Wow. I mean, if you're so gonna go far, all the way out, yeah, yeah. it was like two you're like days fully in it there. though. Yeah, and it's like yeah and they're shorter days but I, I mean if you live on the east coast maybe the, that would be better but for us from the west coast like, so do you what do you what's the lodging like do you just stay on site there? that's what i was no, like no they have you just find hotels in town there's oh, okay. you know 20 minutes away i feel like it should be like a ski cabin sort of thing yeah like you like you like, in you're inundated like yeah. yeah 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 you go like kayaking and do archery in the morning <laughs> straight up barbecue and stuff they go sneak over the girls cabin yeah that'd be awesome dude. <laughs> just like full just summer, summer camp, camp. yeah exactly oh man we should start that it's dude. just fifty thousand dollars a ticket yeah for summer camp it was fucking close to that <laughs> uh, i like the way you say that colin right, um, you got one later yeah i have one here what cameras are you guys using to shoot with i have a nikon d5300 with a sigma 35 1.4 art series lens nice um i was going to bring it to crr but thought i'd have to stand uh too far back to take good shots oh this is because joe um so he was on the rally in the e34 m5 wagon Oh, from yeah, I he talk, and his dad. dad. Yeah, I talked to them at yep. the little crossroads checkpoint. Parked yep. up to them. Yeah, and uh, so he's shooting a Nikon with a killer lens. I mean, he could a thirty-four. I mean, a thirty-five mil. He he could get pretty close. Um, that would be a pretty good one. I'm shooting a Sony A7S or something, full frame with a seventy to two hundred, and I have a fifty. And then I have a, I want to say it's like a 12 to 24, 12 to 35 or something, but, um, that camera sucks. So don't get that. Um, I had a Canon before and I was, killer. and you sold that, right? Sold so my you Canon. don't have a DSLR right now. Well, this is a DSLR, but oh, yeah, I mean, right, 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 right. it's a full frame camera and everything, but it's just a smaller compact thing. And, 
uh but it's just like really slow focusing and battery life sucks and everything i've got an iphone 7 plus dude those are pretty rad that's yeah. it i mean i have a nikon and i like try to i've even bought a couple lenses over the years uh-huh. to, like try to encourage myself to yeah. like take it out with me can't do it i fucking i i hate lugging cameras around yeah it's like, hard yeah iphone like i yep and every, you know there's cameras and videos everywhere yeah. uh so I, I really struggle to bring my real camera out with me anymore that was my big reason for buying the sony is because it was it was a way more compact package yeah. and then if i just put a 50 millimeter lens on yeah. it then you're only it's taking, like yeah. pretty light and and you can upload to my phone with wi-fi it has built-in wi-fi yeah so it's like it, it's kind of, you know i can do it like on the road like when we go to lunch on the rally i can just yeah. upload all the photos you're not busting out your laptop no i can like do quick nuts. edits on my phone and yeah. they're they're better than an iphone right they're gonna have like yeah um softer background more bouquet and stuff like that yeah. um which i do love about it and that's the thing that you would be hard pictures, to go back dude. to you're, you've got you, Thanks, sure, you do it's your true. thing dude. makes a big difference yeah but it's it is one of those things. So I do tend to, I have noticed I tend to bring it more than I did with my, um, my Canon, right. which that, that was the main goal. So, yeah. Are but, there are other, other ones that are similar size that you would consider as a replacement for that? That's one? the thing. Like as far as full frame, there isn't really much. I mean, there's like a lot of micro tooth or two thirds. Is that what it is? I don't know. Whatever there. Yeah. Micro two thirds cameras thirds, and stuff like yeah. that. But I don't know. Uh, I mean, maybe like a like the the A seven R Mark three or something would be better. Which Dude, is these like, days, it's almost like buy the fucking drone that has the super high end camera on it, and uh, then your camera can fly. Like, <laughs> like you've got a lot more functionality, and you can do all. It's what like a pain those, to set that up, though. I mean, you talk about. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Pull oh, yeah, out, never, right? I don't own one, but like, yeah. like the what's there? I mean, iPhone crazy... does a pretty rad job. It doesn't fly saying. though. <laughs> I know, I know, yeah. that's true. But you know, they always everyone—that's the name I was thinking of. The Mavic, what's that? the Mavic Pros, those things. Like mm-hmm. those have like full, you know, full frame sensors or whatever in those things now. Yep. Uh, and the thing fucking flies. So yeah. it's, it's like an insane camera that flies. Pretty rad. I'm pretty jealous uh, whenever I see people with Polaroid cameras out. I think that's a super fun Whoa. thing to bring. <laughs> like, you know, you just print pictures in the moment yeah. and you throw them out. Like, yeah. uh, we have one at home and it's super fun to bring out. I never remember to. Right. But I kept I kept wanting to do it for the Coastal Range Rally, actually, because yeah. I thought it would be fun. But that would I, be cool. I, yeah. um, punk Rock um, Avocado um philip with the ford ford uh console yeah he oh. shoots polaroid a lot oh which he does is pretty rad yeah yeah yeah. and then he'll take he pictures he, maybe of he the, had it on the coastal range i rally. believe he did and then yeah. he takes pictures of the polaroid mm-hmm. pictures with his iphone yeah. and puts them on instagram yeah. and stuff yeah. but like on the coastal range rally he handed me a picture of my car right from a cars and coffee like last year oh that's cool and it was pretty cool because he had lost the polaroid it like got stuck between his engine and something in the 944 under the seat or something, he couldn't oh, find it. Well seasoned. So yeah, patina. Yeah, it was all patina and stuff. <laughs> it's pretty rad. <laughs> um, yeah, and then Brian shot film on um, on the last rally. No, I, I've never done it on a rally. I've wanted oh. to, but it's the exact camping same thing. Awesome. It's total pain in the ass. Dude, yeah, so I always bring the film camera for the vintage like races, Fuji 400 or something. Super fun with the vintage yeah. cars, right? Um, 
No, uh, I usually it's uh, um, Kodak Portra 400. Oh, that's right. It's it's often a it's mix. The one though. everyone uses these days, right? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people do. Um, I mean, actually, I don't know. They have it at the store. Uh, I see the hashtag of Portra 400 yeah. a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's super super fun to take those pictures and really fun to go and you just get prints. You just go get a set of doubles. <laughs> it's like that's kind of fun to flip through. And mm-hmm. then I don't actually do that anymore because it's kind of a lot of waste. So much work. If you well, if you get the you know you get we you do the negatives, you scan those. It can be it does give a whole different flavor. And then in theory, I could take those negatives on the ones that I want and go and have those printed individually. But in theory, at that point, I'm done. You know, and it's like when you know back in the lemons racing days, it's like you need someone who's not racing. You need someone that's not driving. Yeah, you need someone that's not having anything else to do than deal with photos and videos because it's such a full-time job that's one thing that i think is super fun about the rally is seeing everybody else taking photos and what 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 other people are doing uh it took like literally two pictures on this last rally really and we're just we're just freeloading because other people are doing it it's like i just follow the hashtags on instagram and i I scroll through to the hotel room like yeah 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 yeah, that's right yeah great 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 you know and i didn't take any i took two yeah i always basically for my dad you know i always take less photos than i want to that's always my before pre-rally i'm like that's my goal i'm gonna take more pictures yeah like this year because you can never take enough especially with digital right you can never take enough photos you can just like i should be taking 1500 photos that's my that's my mission right and there's plenty of opportunity to there's so many opportunities Uh, to pull over like and just watch the cars go by i didn't take a single rolling shot the whole time on the last rally like you need a co-driver that deals with that shit for you and that's that was awesome when we got ronnie and he was just cruising around Mm-hmm. Didn't yeah, really have anything to filming. do with the car himself, and he was just like yeah. jumping in people's cars and filming, and that was yeah. so awesome to have after. Yeah, for sure, for sure. To and have that not just missing out on something like they know right. that that's like this is what they're there to do. Yeah. And this is the awesome part mm-hmm. about what they're yeah. doing. And like, otherwise you feel like you're really like, Oh fuck, I don't want, you know, we should yeah. go, we should this. go film Romney, Ronnie when he's doing his own thing, like <laughs> right. bre- yeah. breakfast or something. We just go like film him. That's the thing too. Yeah. Cause, back for that. Cause taking pictures and filming, you're like, are you missing out on what's actually happening? And you the- totally are. But, are you also like missing out in not stopping and Absolutely. taking pictures and stuff Absolutely. like that, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Every time I drive by, every, all these guys pulled over on yeah. the side, and they, oh, I'm like, I should really do that. Yeah. But I never do. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I didn't stop at the flowers. That's the one pictures I t- I took. Like, I, I pulled uh-huh. over. And yeah, I took a flower and, picture yeah. too. And that was yeah, like, I never. Oh, yeah. I didn't stop. There was like all these tourists, and then there was some group group yeah. of us like yeah that i saw and i was like eh, i'm cool i'm cool i'll find another spot and then i saw some other spots i'm like eh, i'll keep going <laughs> yeah. you know and then i just all of a sudden the flowers are gone and i was like all right i guess i'm not doing that side note you guys have the best fucking timing on these rallies like, i know it's been i don't know how we're getting shit. lucky cross it's, your it's fingers it's been so pissy weather yeah since even like i know it's raining right, right now all like the weeks before and then now in hindsight all the weeks after it's crazy i know it, it's gonna hit us it's and we later, keep telling yeah. it, you know yeah. like Inevitable. it's just gonna be it's still gonna be fun it's gonna be a different type of adventure when we have bad weather yeah and mm-hmm. we're just gonna suck it up and yeah. enjoy ourselves just the same yeah but we've gotten very lucky it's just another story to tell the rewind had the best weather though yeah and that was just perfect. yeah oh yeah it was like perfect early in the morning like 
you don't even need a sweatshirt and stuff <laughs> during yeah. the driver's meetings. Like in in years past, we were like last year, iced, ice, yeah, ice cold, yeah. And we started yeah. north, yeah, yep. You want to do one more question and bounce out of this thing? Yeti Overland. I don't know if this is a great question to end with or what. After the DWA crew is on the lamb from the law, after the great jerky heist of 2019, <laughs> you all find yourself in different hobbies to pass the time while the heat dies down. Which host gets into which of the following hobbies? Raising show horses, <laughs> curling, jet ski racing, and live action role playing. Whoa. Hashtag LARP as ice. <laughs> so we have four choices and then we have to apply them. To Dude, <laughs> I'm raising horses, I think. Raising show horses. Yeah. For some reason, that makes sense. I don't know why. And then who's LARPing? Art's definitely LARPing, Art's right? LARPing, Art's a LARPer. I'm jet ski racing and freaking Warren's curling for sure. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, but... Oh, Art's such a, I mean, You're Warren's like such a cool one. up jet ski racing. <laughs> yeah, yeah dude. Cool 80s. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm growing my hair out for it, too. Dude, we just figured it out. How easy was that? He probably yeah, yeah. knew. Yeah. I know. Now we got to make this jerky heist happen, so we got to run from the law. I know. It's kind of like how Fast and the Furious ends, too. Don't they all do that? <laughs> mm-hmm. One of them goes LARPing. Like yep. Chipotle, like Chipotle, I haven't <laughs> I haven't bitten off those movies yet. I gotta, what? I know. You've never seen any of them? Dude, Fast Colin. No. Colin. Uh, they're pretty good. <laughs> they're pretty good. I listened good. to the uh, the podcast, How Does This Get Made? Yeah, yeah, for with, sure. With Adam Scott. Yep, Sam I Andrews. listened to it. And every yeah. time a movie Paul Shear. Like, yeah, them. and it's fucking funny as hell, but yeah. I have like all the references are lost on me. I love those podcasts. Like, yeah. I'll listen to all those episodes. Yeah. I've never seen them. That's movie. funny go, that that didn't, that didn't push you to watch those. You go back and oh. you watch Fast and the Furious 1 and it's good, dude. I'm surprised you watched those with your arch nemesis, Adam Scott, dude. <laughs> I know. <laughs> or listen to those. Yeah, right. You guys are mortal enemies. <laughs> Santa Cruz, real deal. <laughs> <laughs> Scary plays don't come. Yeah. Don't come. <laughs> Valleys go home. <laughs> Valleys go home, dude. Remember those signs guys, that used to I hang on the bridge the right there? Us, because we'd have a lot to talk about. Oh, right man. Now. You guys should all watch it before your next episode so you can uh, dude, review it. That's that's definitely a good idea. I, I want to see it really bad. So I'm going to confuse it with This Is Us, and I'm going to have a completely different story to tell. <laughs> <laughs> this old house? No, This Is Us, the, <laughs> the TV show. Oh, yeah, yeah, that show. Oh, your wow. wives aren't into that? Uh, my wife watched the first season, I believe. No. Dar doesn't watch TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dar doesn't watch TV. You guys, uh, I sent you the pictures of her rolled SUV. The, yeah. That thing was pretty All severe, right. right? Sunday show we're talking oh, yeah, about. Yeah, okay. All right. Uh, listen with that and more on the Sunday show. <laughs> Colin's, Later. Colin's going to set up his hammock in between his <laughs> yeah. toe hooks and stay a couple nights over <laughs> for on Sunday. Good. Bye. Dude, <laughs> I'm raising horses, I think. <laughs>